having your own experience and relying on your own experience and on your own opinions and thoughts uh, is uh, the most important. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then. From 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 180 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to the Vatican Church, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament, and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram, aziz.future, and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Yulia Strokan. Yulia is an international communications student at the Institute of International Relations, Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev. Yulia has been a ballroom dancer for 11 years now, and at her high school in Cherkasy, she was an active participant of debate tournaments. She has attended a week-long debate academy in Slovakia. Yulia, how are you today? Ah, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you. I'm really happy to be here and uh, I'm really happy to use this opportunity. So thank you very much. You are welcome. I'm honored to have you here. And let's begin with something emotional. You, Yulia, when you really want to feel alive, to feel full of emotions and to enjoy yourself, what is an activity that you like to do? that gives you that feeling? Uh, Well, I believe that um, this activity for me is dancing uh, because um, on the one hand, uh, ballroom dancing is extremely beautiful and aesthetic and uh, I believe that uh, dancing is an opportunity to forget about everything in the world and uh, recharge 
uh, but on the other hand, um, uh, dancing uh, requires a good physical shape and uh, constant exercise. So I would say that dancing is a wonderful combination of sport and art. Wonderful. So I actually heard three things, not only two, but if I understood you correctly, it's art because it's very beautiful. It's sports because it's a constant exercise and keeps you in shape. And it allows you to escape and forget all troubles and just let your mind off of problems. Did I understand correctly? Yes, yes, it's absolutely true. And I really think that uh, dancing uh, helps you uh, to recharge and helps to escape from the problems of the world and just express your feelings and emotions while dancing. Tell me more. When it comes to recharging, what does that mean for you and why is that important? Uh, I think that um, after uh, having danced, uh, I uh, feel uh, really inspired and dancing gives me uh, energy uh, to uh, fulfill different tasks, uh, not only in dancing, but also in my routine life, in uh, university life uh, and in work life. So that gives me power. I love that. So if I understood correctly, it's these steps. First, you dance, which recharges you and distracts you from... First, okay, you dance, so your brain is distracted from problems and the experience recharges you. And then when you're done, you feel inspired to do the things that you should do, whether in studying or in the day. And because you have that energy, you have power, correct? Yes, yes, that's right. And I would uh, say that the most difficult part is to uh, come to the training because um, I can feel uh, really tired and I don't uh, want uh, to do anything. But uh, when I uh, come to the uh, training place and when I dance, that gives me uh, much more energy. Yes, and it's difficult to get yourself to go to the training when you're feeling tired or not in the mood, what do you tell yourself or do you have a process or a way that you ensure that even if you don't feel like it, you begin and go to the training so that you get that inspiration, energy, power, and all that good stuff? I just try to remind myself what feelings I can experience Uh, after dancing and those feelings like uh, inspire me (laughs) to go to the training. Yes, and since you said you remind yourself, do you have a story or a memory that is your favorite or one of the most favorite when it comes to dance? Uh, Well, I uh, don't really know, but I really liked the atmosphere of the uh, dancing club because I um, had been dancing for 11 years and I um, uh, danced like uh, three times, three or four times a week. And um, when you come to the uh, training place, when you meet your friends, uh, then when you uh, dance, I think that um, all those memories, all those my memories from my Uh, dancing life are really great and I really uh, like to remember those moments um, and um, those moments also give uh, me some power. I really really like this. So if I heard you correctly, it's not one memory but it's because of 11 years there are like a string of experiences of going to the dance club to train and meeting your friend and feeling the atmosphere and that energy. And to you, that whole atmosphere is what recharges you and is the memory that is associated with dance, correct? Yes, yes, I believe that's true. And now um, dancing is only my hobby because I decided like to remain it only uh, the hobby in my life because I didn't see myself as a professional dancer or, the, or as a professional coach. But 
I uh, still like dancing and I um, would like dancing to remain in my life as a hobby. Yes, as a hobby, because you didn't see yourself as a professional dancer or as a coach. And normally here I will ask, well, what attracted you to international communications? But I want to ask about power. You said that twice with so much resonance in your voice. So it's something important. Having power in order to do the tasks and to live your life and to achieve, etc. What does it mean? And what kind of power is power? Uh, well, I think it's a little bit uh, philosophical question. And um, I think I don't have uh, one answer to that question because there are uh, a lot of things which uh, can give you power. So as we uh, have spoken about dancing and I believe uh, traveling or, um, or spending time um, outdoor can also give you that power and I believe uh, power can be also gained by uh, the opportunities uh, which are given to you and uh, because of the using of those opportunities. Thank you. So what do you mean? You mean, for example, if you get an opportunity to a new job or a new internship and you take advantage of that opportunity, that also gives you power? Or is there only some specific kinds of opportunities that give you that feeling or energy that gives you power? Uh, no, I can speak of all opportunities because I believe that each opportunity is really important in your life. And I also try uh, to use every opportunity uh, because uh, you uh, don't know what opportunity will change your life or will uh, make uh, your life better. Great. And when you think about opportunities, because we don't know when they will come, which opportunities will change your life and what will happen later. Do you feel that, well, where do you think opportunities come from? Do you have a logical, pragmatic way to think about it or more of a spiritual, metaphysical way or just see it as part of the society and the life of each person? Or how do you imagine, perceive and see opportunities? Uh, well, I think, again, I uh, don't have only uh, one answer to that question because on the one hand, I believe that uh, something uh, spiritual uh, helps me to uh, have those opportunities. But on the other hand, um, opportunities are on our way because we try to achieve something and we uh, really work hard to achieve those things. Uh, so on the one hand, I believe that working hard will help you to uh, achieve something. But on the other hand, I also believe in um, fate and I also believe in some spiritual things. Thank you. And I would like to recommend or suggest my belief, which is there is no one answer in life Unfortunately, the school system trains us and everyone to think there is one right answer and all other answers are a failure. But in life, we have many answers that get better with experience, time, and wisdom. And there is no one answer to anything. It's many answers that we improve and have as perspectives to life. But that is the way I see it. To you, then tell me more about travel. Uh, well, firstly, I would like to say that I totally agree with your opinion about different approaches uh, to life and different approaches to uh, solutions. And secondly, uh, speaking about traveling, I think that uh, trips uh, allow me to discover different new places, new cities, cultures, and peoples, and I think that it is extremely interesting for me to communicate with people of different nationalities and study their culture, their history, and uh, their way of life. 
unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, there is no opportunity now to travel, but I hope that soon I will go on a new journey. I like this. I am noticing actually that you're a highly kinesthetic person because you mentioned the atmosphere of the dance club. You mentioned that going out in nature recharges you. And now travel is about places. And it's all about the uh, distance kind of dimension of reality, which is highly kinesthetic and you dance. So just to test from uh, another side, are you highly visual? Can you imagine really vividly in detail something when you daydream? Or are you more about the body, the emotions, and the sensations, and not so much about the visualization? Uh, well, uh, I also want to say that uh, I can um, uh, see this issue from a different angles because on the one hand, I can say that um, I, um, I am a visual person, so I like to imagine something. But on the other hand, I also uh, try to uh, solve uh, some problems or to deal with uh, everything uh, from my uh, practical side. So again, I can say that uh, I can combine those uh, two things. Yes, and practical is highly kinesthetic. And I like this because your friends too are highly kinesthetic. And I will ask you a question that I did ask to Yara before. When you walk around in a park, what is the focus? Is it that you feel your body? You feel the sunshine on your skin? You pay attention to the movements and to everything? Or are you more distracted away from your body and focusing on the visual uh, colors and the flowers, etc., and there is no you anymore because you are too immersed in the landscape? Or is it more about the sounds that you can hear the breeze, the birds, the children, etc.? Uh, I think that the second and the uh, third variant uh, uh, are preferred by me because um, I really uh, like uh, going out and uh, I really like spending time um, in different parts because uh, firstly I uh, really like um, uh, I really like um, uh, going out especially in spring because there are a lot of flowers uh, there are a lot of uh, trees uh, flourishing uh, moreover the birds are singing so I believe that the second and the third variant appeals to me the most. I will test even more because this is so interesting. The way you answer is highly structured and you give two perspectives or three, etc. When you're answering me, how do you do it? Do you see like a visual of what to answer? Maybe you see a mind map or a paragraph or bullet points? Or is it that you're feeling the emotions and then sharing whatever emotions are there? Or are you remembering things that you thought about before and sharing them again? Or do you hear your own voice before you speak saying and you replay that to me? Or how does it work in your inner world? I think that is uh, more about uh, structuring information. And I think uh, that, that is uh, due to my um, uh, debate um, experience. Uh, because um, uh, debates uh, taught me to uh, see the situation from uh, different angles and uh, debates also taught me to structurize the information uh, to understand what I want to say firstly, what I want to say then, and I think um, that is the issue. Yes, so it's the training and skills of debating which makes me think now about dance again. Did you have those experiences where your body somehow wants to dance so perfectly that it dances and it's moving in a way that even surprises you how good you're dancing? 
but you're almost like a spectator watching yourself perform and it's like a miracle happening. Did you have such experiences? Uh, well, I think uh, yes, uh, and uh, especially I uh, could feel such emotions uh, during some dancing tournaments. Tell me more. Uh, well, I have uh, taken part in a lot of uh, dancing competitions, uh, but especially when I was like uh, 13, 14 and 15. And um, I really liked also the atmosphere of those tournaments uh, because uh, there were a lot of dancers, there were a lot of coaches, so you could share your uh, experience and um, you also can learn a lot from other dancers and from other coaches because um, they, uh, because dancing tournaments is um, the event where uh, dancers from all around the world or at least all around uh, Ukraine came uh, so you can firstly share your experience, secondly you can learn something new and thirdly you can make uh, new friends. Yes, and are you a highly emotional girl or are you very pragmatic and have calm emotions? Uh, well, again, I have uh, two approaches because on the one hand, I believe that, uh, for example, when something happens, I would uh, try to be serious, I will try to solve that problem and only then I will express my feelings, express my emotions, maybe I will cry. So I again structurize those uh, steps, but uh, firstly, I think that a practical approach is uh, more important at the uh, first uh, side, but uh, on the other hand, um, it is really important for people to express their emotions, and in uh, that way, I think that I am quite an emotional person. Thank you. And when you dance, are you focusing on the techniques and perfectionism in a practical way, or are you flowing with unlimited emotions? Uh, well, I think uh, if we're speaking about some dancing tournaments, so I really try to focus on technique, on those what uh, my coach uh, had said to me before the tournament. But uh, when we are speaking about uh, some trainings or uh, maybe master classes, I uh, try to dance in the flow. Yes. And when Yulia is dancing in the flow, in the master classes and trainings, where does the practical Yulia go? Oh, <laughs> that is an interesting question uh, because I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they are like uh, two sides. So when um, I'm trying to uh, dance in the flow, uh, so I try to. Uh, forget about all of my uh, practical issues. Yes, and I'll ask you a question I noticed from many female guests. They say often they have a very serious poker face, even if their emotions might be strong, etc. And people sometimes will notice and think, wow, why is that girl so angry, but she's not. Do you have that? Do you have a very stern serious phase or you're just intermediate and medium in this because you have two sides that are acting at the same time? Uh, I think that uh, poker face is not about me because uh, my uh, facial expressions are really, I don't know, like uh, they are expressive and I um, uh, use a lot of gestures and I'm an emotional person so I believe that the poker face is not about me. Yes. And, okay, if you had to choose in life, imagine a very successful life that is amazing and perfect, but you cannot feel any emotions anymore. You are absolutely practical, almost robotic, but, or you can feel all the emotions enjoy every sensation and sound and experience, but you cannot achieve anything in life? And that is a very cruel question, but which one would you choose? 
I think that I would choose uh, feeling emotions uh, because um, I am such a person that um, uh, sun can make me smile because when uh, the weather is rainy or when there are a lot of clouds, uh, I am I cannot uh, be so productive. But when the first sun shines are uh, on the sky, I am full of energy and I uh, like uh, such small moments of my life and they make me happy. So I would definitely choose the variant with the feeling emotions. Yes. And then my the question is, is on my mind, since you seem to care about the atmosphere, about the uh, weather, the environment, nature, etc., are you a big user of social media or not? I think uh, not quite, because uh, like I try to uh, balance uh, those things. Uh, on the one hand, social media are really important nowadays because our world is really globalized and we cannot imagine our life without uh, social media, uh, without Instagram or other social networking sites. But on the other hand, sometimes I feel really uh, overwhelmed um, by all those information that I receive. So I uh, try to do uh, some internet detox or some social media detox. And um, that time without internet is also very important for me. Yes. So are you an introvert, ambivert or extrovert? Because you balance both using social media as it's important but you might feel overwhelmed by all the information and therefore you try to have moderation in usage of that and you like to go out in nature and you like to do things that might be more of an alone activity and to do things that involve people whether communication time with friends or dance so are you introverted extroverted or ambivert, and how do you recharge yourself more in solitude so that you can spend time with people or more with people so that you can spend time alone? Uh, well, that is a very uh, interesting question. So firstly, I think that I am an ambivert uh, because it is uh, really important for me to balance things because I cannot always uh, speak with people to give uh, the energy to receive those energy it is also very important for me to have those uh, hours or days alone so answering the second question I believe that my recharge place uh, is in solitude I really like to uh, go to the river or to the forest um, and just go just feel the air feel the atmosphere and those emotions and uh, those moments really uh, recharge me and uh, gives me a lot of uh, power. Again, recharge and power. And other than this, I'm noticing this and it's wonderful. What is the commonality between enjoying nature, enjoying the atmosphere of the club, and enjoying travel and learning about people, places, culture, history, and art when it comes to travel? Uh, well, I think that uh, traveling also uh, can uh, give those moments of enjoying and nature, uh, nature and uh, also uh, different places, different people. So it's like a great uh, combination of all those things that I like doing. Yes. And now I'm really curious about this. You are practical, yet you're emotional, and you remind yourself of the atmosphere and of the um, energy in order to get yourself to go to dance when you don't feel like it. Well, are you someone who lives mostly in the present or mostly in the future or mostly remembering the past? I mean, in the day, do you mostly think about what is going on now, what you need to do, or thinking about your future goals and dreams and plans or remembering those beautiful memories and moments from the past? 
Uh, well, I uh, can definitely say that uh, I'm not focusing on past because I believe that uh, life is going on now, so I can uh, focus more on uh, present things, but I can think of some past events uh, like before I go to bed or I can uh, remember some moments. Uh, so uh, secondly, uh, I think a lot about future and at this point I believe that I should um, I should pay more attention to um, some things that are happening right now because I think that I think I think that I uh, focus a lot on my uh, future instead of doing something now. Yes. So if I heard you correctly, you don't focus on the past too much because you believe life is happening now, but maybe before going to bed or something, you might remember things from the past, but you're mostly living and you're about the future. You're focusing on plans, future goals, and you'd like to bring yourself back more to what is happening now, to this present moment, and to enjoy what life is offering today, correct? Yes, yes, that's absolutely correct. And when it comes to your personality and to yourself, what is your favorite thing about yourself? And what is the most proud achievement that you did that you think, wow, I'm happy and proud that I did that? So about yourself and your personality, what is your favorite part and what is your proudest moment? Uh, well, I think that is one of the most uh, difficult uh, questions that you have asked me uh, right here. Uh, but uh, speaking about uh, such things um, of which I am proud, I think there are like uh, two uh, categories of things. So firstly, it's uh, some spiritual things or some uh, internal things. Um, I'm I'm telling about uh, some traits of character. So, um, but on the other hand, uh, I can speak of such material achievements. Um, for example, I don't know, uh, studying in the university or doing some uh, like uh, uh, debate academy or something like that. And maybe you're proud of yourself and of your personality in other ways, but I understand it's difficult to know ourselves and the purpose of life is to get to know ourselves more and more and more. And I'm thinking, Yulia, you as someone who chose international communications, what influenced this decision? Is it due to your debate career and skills that you have developed? Or is there something, because you said you focus on the future, some future career or goal or something that international communications will allow you? And that is why you thought this is the right choice. Uh, well, firstly, I would like to say that uh, from the early age, I uh, wanted uh, to uh, study at the Institute of International Relations. I uh, don't know why. Uh, I think just because when I was a small kid, the job of a diplomat uh, was really appealing to me. Uh, but then I was growing and I was taking the issue of uh, entering this university more seriously. And I, uh, I, I don't regret that I have made this choice. So um, I think that... Uh, International communications is um, the major uh, that uh, appeals to me the most uh, because it combines different things. So on the one hand, it's about uh, analytical things. On the other hand, uh, on the other hand, it is about communication, and I believe that side of communication uh, were inspired by uh, my uh, debates future because, as I have said before. Um, debates uh, really helped me uh, in a lot of things, so helped me to see the situation extensively, to find different pros and cons, like advantages and disadvantages, 
and uh, debates really helped me in life, uh, both in answering uh, at lessons and uh, in making important uh, life decisions. Thank you. And I'm noticing that you put everything into categories. And therefore, I will ask you, do you believe that life is no, something we can know? Or do you believe that life is more of a flow and we are making distinctions in order for us to make sense of that uncertainty? And I know that is very philosophical. I don't know whether you will have some kind of answer, but this is a question that cannot really be categorized. <laughs> but I hope I'm looking forward to your answer. Well, I think that uh, life is more about a flow uh, in which uh, we can make some decisions that uh, can influence our life. Then tell me your thoughts about fate. Uh, well, I think I partially believe in fate. I don't have any uh, like strong opinion uh, on that issue, uh, but... Um, I think that uh, everyone uh, had uh, some situations after which uh, we said like, oh, that uh, was fate. And uh, sometimes uh, such uh, situations, I think they happened to me. So again, on the one hand, uh, I think that um, I believe in fate. And uh, on the other hand, I believe that uh, we have uh, some kind of path or we have some kind of way but we are still responsible for our lives so uh, we uh, must uh, do something we must um, work hard and it's not like uh, that is my fate so i won't do anything to change the situation i believe that uh, we must uh, work hard uh, to achieve our goals and um, to achieve our dreams. Thank you. So it's uh, in a primordial, primary position. We are in control of our decisions and the path we take. But along the way, some things can happen that we can think, wow, that was fate. Correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And you don't have a strong opinion about this, only this observation. And to ask you then more, you said about your life, you're a dancer, and that is an art that you do, as well as a sport that you're into. You like traveling, you like nature, you're into debating. You have always been fascinated with the career of a diplomat and dreamt of going to the Institute of International relations is there more like some other kind of art or literature or poetry or other facet or part of your life that you didn't yet share well i think that uh, there are a lot of things that uh, i would like uh, to try so uh, these are different uh, kinds of uh, sports uh, moreover i uh, also, uh, like reading books, and I uh, would like to uh, read more books because I have a list of those books I want to read, but unfortunately, I uh, don't have enough time to uh, fulfill my list. And I think that uh, there are a lot of um, opportunities in life, and there are a lot of things which I can try to do, and maybe something will. Uh, be my hobby in the future. So I think uh, the most important issue is just uh, to write something I want to do and then to fulfill those desires one by one. One by one. And I want to return to power again and give me a metaphor from dancing that represents your understanding of power. Is there a move that if you do or you see a dancer doing, you think, wow, that is powerful, or maybe a look on their face, or their aura, or something that a dancer can do, or is part of the process of dance, that if someone sees, you can think, okay, you see that, that is to me very similar to what I mean with power. Can you share that, please? Well, I don't really 
uh, no, but maybe I can explain that in that way. So uh, when the different uh, dancers or artists or uh, some um, other uh, representatives of uh, culture, when uh, they uh, go on a stage, they uh, don't show any emotion of uh, struggle or any emotion of sadness. Uh, but uh, in fact, uh, they had been doing so much work and there uh, had been a lot of pain to prepare themselves um, to uh, go out on a stage and to uh, do a great performance. So I think that is a metaphor which can explain um, the phenomenon of power. Thank you. So can I explain it as effortless flow, but with a lot of hard work that created it. Is, could this be correct? Yes, yes. Wonderful. And you said that part of dance for you is expressing emotions and a message. And therefore, are you an empath or someone who can feel other people's emotions easily or not so much? Uh, well, I think uh, yes, and uh, I uh, really like want that uh, other people also uh, feel those emotions uh, because uh, when, for example, when I go uh, to the theater, uh, I really like um, going there because I can feel the emotions of different actors and uh, then the uh, performance um, uh, is becoming even more uh, even more um, fascinating and uh, even greater. Thank you. So you can feel emotions of the actors in theater and it makes the experience and performance more dimensional, vivid and richer. Did I understand correctly? Yes, yes, that's true. And do you feel it when you walk in Kreshatik, for example, or somewhere when maybe before Corona or in the times when people, a lot of people were walking around, when you see people, do you pick up on their emotions? Do you feel if someone is angry, you get a bit of that, someone is happy, you pick up on that, etc.? Or is it more when there is a performer and they are on purpose sending a message through their performance? Uh, well, I think that um, uh, the case uh, with feeling the emotions of um, real people but not artists uh, while they are performing is uh, also uh, about me because I think I can feel those emotions uh, of people but uh, uh, as you have said earlier, there are some uh, people which are highly emotional but uh, they have that uh, poker face, so I think uh, such situations may sometimes be uh, confusing. Yes. And how do you protect yourself from any negative energy you come across? Or do you take it and you have no problem flowing with it? Uh, well, I think I have no problem flowing with it because I try to focus more on some uh, positive uh, uh, issues because I believe that uh, how hard or how difficult the uh, day uh, may be, uh, it was uh, definitely some uh, good things in that day or some good emotions or some good feelings that the person uh, could have experienced. Yes. And if we were to think about your bigger purpose in life, there a bigger reason you're doing international communications and even diplomacy. What could this be? Is it more peace and harmony in the world? For example, to me, I am about increasing the baseline level of happiness in humanity because I believe there is a lot of unhappiness, which is negative energy that tries to grow itself through hostility and that turns into conflicts and into oppression and war. But if people can be and learn to be happier, even without thinking I'll be happy when I have this or I achieve that, when they are happier, 
that positive energy wants to grow through kindness, through positivity and smiles. And that can be the way to eliminate war and to increase peace and harmony within humans and animals and the, all of the beings on the earth. That is like the bigger purpose that I work towards every day. Do you know yours or are you still on the path of figuring what fires you up in, when it comes to that? Uh, well, I think that uh, I really want to help people and uh, I really want uh, peace in our world. But uh, you have already found your dimension in which you can um, uh, in, in which you can uh, do something to uh, reach that goal. But unfortunately, I um, haven't um, found my dimension in which I can help people because uh, again, unfortunately, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of wars and uh, difficult situations in uh, our lives. Uh, so I think that I am on the way of uh, finding uh, the uh, sphere in which I could uh, help people. Yes, and maybe more trying more of the things you have on a list and reading more of the hundreds of books you have in your list will help. Do you have a favorite literary book or any book that you like? Uh, well, uh, I think it's quite a difficult question. Um, well, yes, I have uh, some uh, favorite books. Uh, on the one hand, there are some uh, love stories uh, such as Me Before You, but on the other hand, uh, that is such stories as um, uh, The Girl, um, oh, I have uh, forgotten the proper uh, title of it, uh, book. Um, uh, the Keeper of the Books, I believe, by Marcus Zuzak. It is about uh, a girl uh, who helped uh, the um, uh, Jew uh, during the uh, Second World War and during the Holocaust. Yes, and even before I ask about those, it seems atmosphere is very important to you. When you're reading a story, do you feel and imagine the atmosphere of every chapter and scene, or do you read it in a different way? Uh, well, yes, I would say that I can uh, feel the atmosphere while I am reading. Uh, so that's why I um, cannot read some um, scary books, uh, for example, some books of uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen King, uh, because uh, it is, I'm really scared while I am reading those books, so I try to focus on more positive things. Yes, I understand what you mean, because when you have such a vivid ability to experience, then everything is magnified. And tell me then about that book, about the girl who held the Jews in World War II. What do you like about it? What appealed to you, attracted you, and just resonated with your heart? Uh, well, I think uh, that uh, the issue that um, the girl uh, was really um, uh, young and uh, her desire to help people uh, was irresistible. So the fact that um, um, older people were um, cruel uh, to other people so they were like uh, bystanders during the holocaust but uh, that girl that girl uh, helped uh, the boy and i think uh, it was really great that she was uh, brave enough uh, to do that and that her uh, parents were also brave enough uh, to help her uh, to save the boy yes and in your situation you said you want to help people, but you don't. You didn't yet figure out how. Do you imagine yourself as someone who will be doing that and will be as brave as that little girl in pursuing your dream, even if some people say it's impossible, difficult, 
or even nonsense? Uh, well, uh, firstly, I would like to say that I have remembered uh, those uh, title of the book, that is the book thief. And secondly, I uh, really like, I really would like to be uh, so brave as that girl, and uh, I'm trying to become such a strong person. Yes, and do you have any lesson? advice or something you would like to share to people who would like to really live uh, but they have maybe some limits or they believe in what society puts on them as restrictions or they just give up they think it's helpless that maybe will give them some tips or ideas or motivation in order to take matters in their own hand to blaze their trail to follow their path, to make those decisions, and to have power? Uh, well, I think that uh, one of the most uh, important uh, things is to uh, hear yourself, um, not to hear, well, it is important also to um, keep to the advices or to the advice of your family or your friends, but the most important thing for you is to uh, listen to yourself because uh, you are like one of the most important uh, people in your life. Uh, so uh, you should uh, decide what will be better to do or what uh, will be worse to do. So that the responsibility is on you. Yes, self-reliance, taking responsibility and being practical like you. I'm thinking first about solving problems and then later on showing the emotions or etc. rather than wallowing in the emotions. If I understood you correctly, would that be the way that you'd do it and recommend to do it? Uh, yes, yes. I think that uh, um, having your own experience and relying on your own experience and on your own opinions and thoughts uh, is uh, the most important. Thank you, Yulia. It was really a pleasure. And if people want to follow you on social media to send you a message, although you're not a heavy user, or if you have any projects you would like to share some information about, what would you share now? Please take your time, say anything you wish to end. Uh, well, firstly, I would like uh, to thank you for this opportunity. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have uh, any projects right now uh, that uh, I can share or that uh, somebody can uh, be interested in them. Uh, but uh, if uh, uh, someone is willing to write me, I will be really pleased. Thank you. I'll make sure to write your Instagram in the description so it's easy for people to find. And thank you, Yulia. I wish you dance, I wish you energy, recharging, energy, power, experiences, nature, travel, and diplomacy. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you.